Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. Titus 1.15 says, Unto the pure, all things are pure. One of the men who had a strong influence on me when I was growing up was my mother's brother, Ken, better known to us as Uncle Skip. Uncle Skip and his family lived just a few minutes away from our home. He was an electrician, a foreman in the company that supplied the electricity to our area. But the thing that defined his life as much as anything else was the fact that throughout his adult life, he ran a small farm. Though this was not unusual where I grew up, it gradually became less and less common over the years. But Uncle Skip never let go of it. He owned horses, and he boarded horses for other people. He also raised pigs, chickens, and goats, and he had a very large vegetable garden. I never questioned why he did it when I was young. It was something that I just always took for granted. But after I was married and raising my own family, I grew curious as to what motivated my Uncle Skip to do the work and invest the money to keep it all going. So one day at a family birthday party, I asked him, Uncle Skip, all these years of providing your own food, has it saved you a lot of money? He laughed and said, no, it hasn't saved me money. It's been more expensive than just buying milk and eggs and meat at the grocery store. So I said, then why have you done it? He said, because when you raise and grow your own food, you always know what you're getting. As I was thinking about his answer later that day, Titus 1.15 came to mind. Under the pure, all things are pure. When you're careful to guard what influences and affects your life, then you can be confident of what you will become. You know what you're getting. Under the pure, all things are pure. Of course, no one is inherently pure. We've all sinned against God, and our own righteousness is as filthy rags in His sight. So when the Bible speaks of the pure, it's not saying that there's a group of people who are better than everybody else. The pure speaks of those who strive to stay connected to the only one who is truly pure, Jesus Christ. And staying connected to Jesus, the pure one, includes distancing ourselves from things that are impure, things that defile us. So pure is not a status that we proudly award ourselves. Pure is a relationship with Jesus that we humbly strive to maintain and strengthen every day. The immediate context of Titus 1.15 has to do with our faith and our doctrine. Listen to Titus 1.13-16. Wherefore rebuke them sharply that they may be sound in the faith, not giving heed to Jewish fables and commandments of men that turn from the truth. Unto the pure all things are pure, but unto them that are defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure, but even their mind and conscience is defiled. They profess that they know God, but in works they deny Him, being abominable and disobedient, and unto every good work reprobate. A life that is free from defilement is the result of a close daily relationship with Jesus Christ, the only pure one. And a close daily relationship with Jesus Christ is rooted in faith and doctrine that is undefiled. There is so much dangerous, deadly, heretical, unscriptural doctrine and philosophy thrown around in this world, and much of it disguises itself as Christianity. 
It has never been more important for believers to know the Bible, to know precisely what we believe and why we believe it. Unto the pure in faith and doctrine, all things are pure. You know what you're getting. When your faith and your doctrine are defiled, your thinking will be defiled. Your character will be defiled. Your relationships will be defiled. Corruption and heartache will contaminate your life in ways that you can't detect or anticipate. Unto the pure, all things are pure. What goes in will be what flows out. This applies to your thinking, your speech, and your moods. It applies to your attitudes and your emotions. It applies to how you love, to your friendships, your marriage, your child-rearing. It applies to your peace of mind and your happiness. There's no aspect of your life where it does not apply. Under the pure, all things are pure. If good things go in, good things will come out. And if bad things don't go in, then bad things can't come out. When I was in my 20s, I was standing at the bedside of a dying man, a man who had smoked for over 50 years. Just seconds after he took his final breath, he vomited a huge amount of the most horrible, disgusting black tar as his body made a final rejection of the filth he had been inhaling for all those years. He was a very good man and a Christian man. I'm certainly no better than he was. But by God's grace, I've never smoked. So later that day, I thanked God that that would not be how I would pass into eternity. What has never gone in can never come out. That's a physical illustration of a truth that also affects us spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. Unto the pure, all things are pure. When you guard what you take in, you know what you're getting. Christian, you will not regret diligently guarding your life. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you.